So with it being World Suicide Prevention Day today, I thought I'd throw together this really quick episode. Today has been a bit of a whirlwind. I ended up on Sky News for a live interview. I've just finished up an interview on LBC talking about suicide and more importantly, how we can stand together against suicide. There's been plenty of stuff going on today. There was also an interview that went live on MQ Mental Health, their podcast. I'll actually be sharing that podcast interview on this podcast here very shortly. But the theme of this episode that I wanted to create, a short one, is how together we can stand up to suicide. So my key takeaways from the work that I've been doing, my key takeaways from today. Now, if you haven't already, please make sure that you leave a rating and a review on this podcast. I'm there trying to raise awareness for mental health, for suicide in particular, and with more rating and reviews come more exposure. If you're a regular to this podcast, I will sometimes have interviews with sufferers, people speaking their strength, talking about their stories, talking about some of their darkest times to really, for me, show others that it's okay to talk. So please leave a rating and a review. If you haven't done so already, please give this podcast a share, whether you just screenshot it, share it with me on Instagram at pmcgregor.com or Facebook, Paul McGregor. Just give it a search. You'll find it. I would truly appreciate it. It's a suicide. Let's talk about it. I want to start by explaining how I dealt with my dad's suicide back in 2009. And I've explained this before, but I want to highlight a particular way I dealt with it. And I've said that I've never dealt with it well. I didn't deal with it well. And one of the reasons why I didn't deal with it well is society and a preconceived opinion and judgment of what depression and what suicide is. A preconceived opinion of someone who does take their own life. And when dad died from suicide, I lied about it for a period of time. And that really kind of cuts deep when I say that, because the reason why I lied about it is protection. And I really almost, it feels hard saying it now, and I wouldn't like to say that I hate myself for saying it, but it's not a nice feeling to know that I lied about how he died because I was ashamed of it. But I was more fearful of other people judging him, judging me, judging my family for his death, for his suicide. And a great example of that is everyone that I'd meet. So let's say that I was having a conversation with someone. If the conversation got onto the topic of, at the time, who do you live with? Do you live with your mum and dad? Now, I remember Amy, my now wife, when we first started dating, she asked me that question. She said, do you live at home with your mum and dad? And I thought she just knew. And I said, no, my dad's dead. Completely abrupt. Didn't want to talk about it at all. And the conversation ended. Now that could have been, looking back, an amazing time for me to open up and talk openly about how he died and raise awareness around suicide and and, and mental health. And what I did is, uh, of course, at that moment in time, I was just ignoring that it happened. I was running away from it. Now, another example of is this when I was speaking to someone before and again got into the topic of mum and dad. And I told them my, my dad had died recently. And of course they say, how did he die? Was it cancer? And I lied. I never like to say my dad ended his life. My dad died from suicide. Or at the time, I would probably say my dad committed suicide, which now I don't like saying because suicide isn't a crime. 
No one commits suicide. People commit murder. People commit assault. They don't commit suicide. And I lied. I said my dad had died in a road accident because if I told them that he died by suicide, I thought they would have judged him. They would have judged him as a man. They would have judged him and thought that he was weak because he took his own life. They would have then judged me. I couldn't save him. What did I do that was so bad that made my dad want to end his own life? They would judge my mum. They would judge my brother. They would judge my family. So I lied. At the same time, I didn't want to deal with that awkward conversation that would follow after or that awkward silence. So saying to someone that my dad died in a road accident saved from those awkward conversations. It saved from that judgment. But looking back now, that was the worst thing that I could have done because that was me suffering in silence myself. That was me ignoring that it happened. That was me not dealing with it. That was me choosing not to deal with it. That was me just choosing to simply not talk about it. And from the outside, I might might have looked happy, but from the inside, I was being eaten apart. I was in one of the darkest places that I wouldn't wish on anyone. And it really goes to show with mental health that the more open we can be, the more we can talk, the more we can raise awareness, the better. And for me, this is what World Suicide Prevention Day has all been about. My interview with Sky News, interview that I just did with LBC, the interview that I did with MQ Mental Health, all of it covers a similar topic that we just need to be more open. We just need to talk more openly about it. It's still a very taboo subject in today's society and that needs to change. And one of the reasons why that needs to change is just simply how many people are affected by it. Suicide kills more than 6,000 people a year in the UK alone. Three quarters of them are men. It's the biggest killer of men under the age of 45. Suicide is the biggest killer of young people. And when you phrase it like this, it's scary. As a man myself of 28 years old, the biggest threat to my life right now is me. Also as a dad, I've got two boys, two children. The biggest threat to their life right now is themselves. And no illness, not them dying in a road accident, nothing else. The biggest killer of young people, the biggest killer of men under the age of 45 is suicide. And recently statistics were released that suicide amongst men is the lowest it's been since 19, can't remember the exact date, 1980 something. And that's amazing. I'm not taking anything away from that decrease in statistics. And it shows that the talking and the awareness that's coming around it is improving that statistic. But what really shocked me was, if it's been that bad for so long, why is it only starting to get the limelight recently? My dad died in 2009. The statistics were there from 1980s. Why wasn't people talking about it then? Why wasn't people raising awareness? Why wasn't there any red flags to say that suicide is killing so many people? Why don't we do something to support it? Why don't we do some early intervention for the next generation at least? Because... That was over 20, 30 years ago now. And if that awareness had to come earlier, would people still be struggling now? And for me, that's a big takeaway that the more we can talk in this generation, the better it's going to equip the next generation, our children, our grandchildren. And the more we can talk openly about suicide, the more we can talk openly about mental health. That's where it's going to really, really start to pay off. So 
the World Suicide Prevention Day for every day after this day itself, 365 days a year, please be open. Whether it's remembering someone who you've lost to suicide, whether it's reaching out to someone who you think is in need, whether it's reaching out to someone you haven't spoken to for a while, whether that's sharing a post, whether that's sharing this episode, a post that I put on Instagram or Facebook or a blog post, it doesn't even have to be mine, it can just be someone else's story, talking about suicide, talking about mental health. Just give it a little share. All it takes is you to click share, share to your Facebook, share to your Instagram, share it to friends on WhatsApp, share it in a text, share it in an email, print it off, put it in a letter if you're that old school, just do something around mental health and sharing and talking. If you've got more courage yourself and really once you've done it once it gets a lot easier, maybe do a video, maybe do a post yourself, maybe share an image and explain in the caption about how you was actually feeling at that time. I saw a really powerful post the other day about someone on a beach smiling and it looked like they were having the greatest time of their lives and they wrote a caption to say that inside they were hurting. There's so many different ways to talk openly and share now, especially with social media. And even if you're not using social media, as simple as just reaching out to people that you see every single day, talking openly more about mental health, is gonna start to break down that stigma. It's going to really change the way society perceives suicide and perceives mental health i truly appreciate you listening to this episode even though it was a quick one please do share it on leave a rating and a review on itunes if you do get the time the more ratings the more reviews the more exposure these podcast episodes get and of course that's going to help with the mental health awareness and breaking down that stigma i truly appreciate it paul i need to go to bed signing out bye